Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we've made it through our first week of Wimbledon 2022. And Bryce, I tell you what, it has been a very, very interesting first week of grass court tennis. I mean, bruh, what what, what have been your thoughts about this tournament thus far? Well, in the infamous words of Grace Jones and Boomerang, uh, this has been Slot J. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, I mean, we should have expected this was going to be an interesting Wimbledon, just with all of the lead up, yes. you know, with the banning of the, the Russian and Belarusian players, with the stripping of the points, with, with the some players feeling like they really didn't want to play in an exhibition uh, <laughs> uh, tournament. We should have known coming into this that there were going to be some very interesting stories, and it has lived up to that uh, thus far uh, in both the men's and the women's uh, a draw. So I'm excited to talk about it. It's, it's a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, brother. Exactly. As am I. So where where would you like to start? Because, again, there's drama all over the draw. So where would you like to start? Well, Isaac, of course, we've got to start with um, the Devils, right? All right. Yes. Yes. Um, And, you know, like we stated in our previous show, I mean, in terms of the men's doubles, it's all of your usual suspects um, that are there. And, you know, Brothers on Tennis, we tend to always keep our good eye out on Mektich and Pavich. Oh, yes. And um, it looks like they're still doing their thing. Uh, it looks like they had to go five sets uh, to win <laughs> their last match. But, you know, I, I just feel like I always put my money on them until they either win or lose. Right. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that because, you know, they the year that they had was just spectacular. And so, you know, they've got the talent, you know, they've got the ability to really be able to just own the men's doubles arena. Um, It's a matter of can they continuously put that together? So I'm like you. I always feel like they have kind of the game and the confidence to really be able to dominate whenever they're in a good situation. And I tell you what, Bryce, it, that doubles draw for the men looks like it's going to shape up nicely in the yeah. second week, you know? Yeah. You know, we've got all the big guys still kind of in there. Yes. And um yeah, I'm it's going to be very exciting to see who ends up taking this title for the men's doubles. So, uh so that one is kind of moved. That's probably one of the draws that is more normal. <laughs> right uh, this year so we we will leave it at that and we'll come back and talk about that next week yes um women's doubles now we stated in the preview show you know there weren't a whole lot of teams we were very excited about we were missing key women not playing women's doubles this year uh i don't know about you isaac but for me when it comes to women's doubles, the way that I feel about Mektich and Pavic, I kind of feel that same way about Krachikova and Siniakova. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of always keep my eye on them until they either win or lose. And they're still going strong in the tournament as well. 
Yeah, I agree with you as well. I mean, I, to me, they feel like they are the, the kind of dominant team. And funny enough, both of them are seated as number two. <laughs> <laughs> but we always feel like those are the two doubles teams that, you know, really have the ability to get out there and, and again, to, 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 to play their game and to dominate and be able to win big titles. So I agree with you. I think that if Krachikova and Sinyakova are playing their, their best tennis, they, in yeah. my opinion, should come away with this title. They should. They they mm-hmm. absolutely should. And of course, we always are supporting Asia Muhammad. Always. Uh, yes. And, and it looks like she's got a good thing going with Shabahaba. Gosh, oh gosh. Shabahara. <laughs> I, I, I really meant to get her name right. Uh, I'm getting to know who she is now. Right. Oh, uh, but it looks like they have kind of a good thing going on right now. Yeah. And weirdly enough, they're going to potentially meet Danielle Collins, which is. You know, you wouldn't think that she'd still be in the doubles, but good on her. Right, right. Yeah, I, you know, you would have thought maybe more singles and doubles, but hey, uh, take it where you can get it. it look, That's it's all a money grab this year anyway, so wherever it, you can <laughs> Exactly. Get your coins, get your bags. That's all it is. <laughs> right, because it ain't doing nothing for your ranking. Um, <laughs> now... Um. Where we do have a lot of investment is in the mixed doubles. Mm. And uh, we had two teams that we were very interested in. Um, You know, there was all this talk about Serena coming back. And then here we get a late surprise that Venus enters the mixed doubles with Jamie Murray. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the team that we always knew was going to be there, uh, Sock and Coco. Uh, that we were very excited about. And so, Isaac, which one of those you want to talk about first? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, let, let's, 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 let's start with the queen. Okay. <laughs> let's start with the queen. Um, I tell you what, Bryce, I don't know about you, but I was, not only was I happy to see Venus back out on the court, but I don't know about you, but Venus looks good. I mean, Venus looked like she is in good form for tennis. I mean, I I was just not expecting her to look as good as she looked on the court. Now, mind you, the shots are a little bit, you know, we're a little rusty here and there, but (laughs) Venus actually looks good and was playing some really top level tennis, in my opinion. I, I, what were your thoughts about her just in general, Bryce? I'm glad you said that because I feel the exact same way. I mean, look, We've always known, you know, Serena may have the edge on Venus when it comes to singles, but Venus has always been the much better doubles player. Yes. And uh, and you see why. And she had a great partner with uh, Jamie Murray. Um, That dude's hands are insane. Insane. Between him and Mektich. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> those two guys are just incredible. But the, I'm going to tell you, okay, so here's how I'm feeling about Venus right now. And and I hope I'm not offending anybody. Mm-hmm. When I look at the women's game now, I'm not real excited to see Venus back on a singles court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that moment may have actually passed for her now. Just because she's 40-something, she's where she's supposed to be at this point in her life. And, you know, when I think of the top, heck, 50 girls or women, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. On the, I mean, I just don't know that Venus is at a competitive level for that anymore. Right. That being said, I think, and I and I've kind of I've tried to reject this concept before when people brought it up about Venus maybe not playing singles and focusing in on doubles. Based upon what I saw, and we know that Venus basically almost a year hasn't played. Mm-hmm. She has played this well. <laughs> right. Look, get you a partner that y'all want to lock in with for the year. And and you know who goes in my mind, right? My, I think Taylor Townsend. Right, right. Yeah, that's who flashed in my head, yep. Right, because you think, you know, sister girls, you think uh, Taylor is an amazing doubles player. Right. Uh, And right now, like I just said a few minutes ago, Asia Muhammad seems like she's got a nice little thing going on with Shabahara. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how quickly she's breaking away from that to get back to Taylor. Right. So... This could be a nice little situation for them. And I'm just throwing it out there. And Coach Eric, if you're listening, <laughs> if Venus and Taylor wanted to play some of these hardcore tournaments this summer and doubles leading up to playing together at the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. I think get very excited about that. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that could be oh, that would be so tremendous. Because one, like you said, Bryce, Venus, she was playing great, great tennis, and and unfortunately they did lose to the other Brit uh, combo of of Baird and O'Mara. But I tell you what, that was as close a match as you can get. I mean, they went down eighteen sixteen in the third set, super breaker. So it's like, what what more can you ask for? That was just great tennis, and 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 like you said, I hope that she does, you know, look to really get you know to just play play doubles and to be out there and be and still be relevant in that regard because let us not forget martina navratilova won her last grand slam uh mixed doubles championship and grand slam overall at age 49 she was almost 50 y'all she was about a month away from being 50 so there is absolutely no way that you can tell me that venus cannot play and still be in that doubles kind of arena and dominating. I she looked just fantastic. She blew me away. She did. And the I think the only reason I shouldn't say the only reason they lost, because I there's I think there's a number of reasons why they lost. Number one, I'm a Johnny O'Mara fan. So yeah. it, I was I was kind of torn. I was like, oh, I want you know, <laughs> Murray and Venus to win. But if they gotta lose to somebody, right. Let them lose to Amara because one of the things I like about him. And, and people may look at him and say, you know, he's not one of the top, you know, 10 doubles players in the in the world. But I always like his attitude. And he's like, if I got a chance to play doubles with somebody, like mm-hmm. if I really want to win, I'm picking Jack Sock. But if <laughs> I'm going out there to have a good time and still be competitive, I'm picking Omar. Absolutely. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's um, a good so, guy. Yep. Yeah, so I was happy about that part for him. But with Venus and, and – um, Jamie Murray, it just seemed like they could never be both on at the same time. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Because, yeah, when, when Venus was kind of lacking, Jamie was definitely showing off. He 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 put some hands out there. I was just like, Jamie, you better play. But then there were a couple <laughs> times where Venus, like in that major tiebreaker, when Venus, she, she did what, what you've always been saying you want Coco to do. When Venus went down the line and hit that winner, I was like, it's over, y'all. It's over. Right. Right. At that point, I was like, she's playing good. Let's get this done. And yep. but then right after, I think there was a there was an error that came from 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 Jamie. So it was yep. it's like you said, they weren't both on at the same time, unfortunately, in those key in those key points. So. Right. Because uh, I was really, really hoping for Venus to just make it to the second week. Right. Of, right. Of tournament. But I don't look like you said that match couldn't have gotten any closer and they, you know, I'm sure it never feels good to lose, but they have to feel as good as they can possibly feel, especially Venus. You yep. have not competed in so long and you came back and you played that well. Yeah, exactly. You showed up like that. I mean, like I said, we if you think about that performance versus sort of the performance that we saw from, uh, you know, Venus and Jabur the week before. Oh, Serena. I mean, yeah, with Serena. Serena looked a bit scratchy in the first yep. match. And honestly, y'all, like I said, she played better in the second, but she still looked scratchy in my opinion. Yep. Venus? Venus looked good. Venus <laughs> looked good from the start. I was like, okay, Venus got her serve right. She's got her strokes right. Everything looked really, really good. And don't, and yes, folks, we will be talking about our girl Serena in the next segment. But right now <laughs> with Venus, yeah. she, she like I said, Bryce, I, I really hope she, she really takes what she just did in these two rounds very seriously and really thinks about doubles going forward because she, she could be out there for a good minute, bro. She could. So they got a, they got a first round win, which was great. And they just went out in the next round, but moving to the other team, uh, Coco Goff and Jack Sock, they are looking as good as we imagined Correct. Uh, right. that they were going to look. And I'm telling you what, Coco Goff, to me, her doubles skills. Before with Mikoko, I was like, okay, Katie is clearly the better doubles player, and and Coco is bringing in some strong singles type skills to their team. Mm-hmm. But she is developing as a doubles player, and there were some points in the match they played today um, against Mahout and Zhang. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Coco, I see you. And then when you got <laughs> Jack Sock on your side of the court, who can just literally do anything, right, on the doubles court, I mean anything, anything, yep. Um, I think they're cont- they're contenders for the title. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, bro. I absolutely agree that they are major contenders because, again. With the game that Sock brings to the table, he's always going to pretty much set you up for, you know, to put volleys away because of the, his penetrating ground strokes and the spins and and what have you. So and Coco is the right person to be at the net to be able to just pluck all of it off, just take it off, take yep. it off. It could, and she's not afraid to do so. And I feel like because of that, they are going to have a really, really good shot. Her serve is strong. She mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to be able to find her forehand. And that's key. Because I think that she will be able to do enough to be able to mask the forehand. And quite honestly, I'm hoping that while they're together, 
they can kind of learn some things or she can learn some things from Jack. And I say that because, again, Jack kind of has that funky forehand, but his forehand is 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 ridiculous. It is awesome. (laughs) And and and, you know, and Coco holds that really extreme grip, as does Jack and everything. So hopefully, you know, she can garner some things as far as just you have to hit out when you're being that, you know, extreme on your forehand. You can't you can't be passive. You have to no. be aggressive. And I think that that's what gets Coco a bit is the timing and just being oh, she needs to continue to continuously be aggressive. And I think that that's where she runs into problems. But if she looks at Jack, Jack don't play when he gets his forehand. He does not. <laughs> and his touch and his hands at the Woo! net, just I'm overall up. athleticism, I, you know, I. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be a bigger fan of this team with Coco and Jack. So uh, let's keep our fingers crossed that um, they continue to do well and hopefully bring home the title. Yes. Fingers crossed. Come on, USA. (laughs) Okay. So let's go ahead and jump straight to the singles. And we need to go straight to the the, the match we were all looking forward to that we thought was going to go another way. The women's singles, and obviously all eyes were on Serena Williams' first-round match against Harmony Tan. And let me me just reiterate what I said before. I had seen Harmony Tan, or Tan, or however you pronounce that. I I, I call it Harmony Tan. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I had seen her play a couple of times, and I was less than impressed with her tennis playing ability. (laughs) And, And so when I saw the draw... I said, oh, that is the perfect first round match for Serena. And <laughs> the fact that Harmony is still in the tournament today, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have found it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll stick to right now the Serena <laughs> match. What did you think, Isaac, about that match? Okay, so I'm going to say a couple of things. I'm going to try not to be as long-winded because you know how I love to talk. Um, so... <laughs> Honestly, Bryce, I had not seen Harmony Tan play before Serena. I seen her. I saw her name before, but I hadn't seen her play. And when they started playing, I was immediately concerned. And here's why. She kind of has that game like a Jabir game, a very clever game, slices. And, and for someone like Serena coming back in singles, I wanted her to play kind of another kind of power player. Because I think that she's used to that and she would have been able to not necessarily overpower the person, but I think that it would have played more to her strengths of the ground strokes and and just being more straight up. When you bring somebody that's creative to the court, it 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 kind of yeah, it it I, I just got concerned because I was just like, Ugh, this is not necessarily the match that I would want for Serena. But with all of that being said. Serena came out and she played a ridiculously good first singles match. She got around the court. She was running well. She was chasing balls down. I mean, I was I was actually very, very impressed with what I saw from her first match. I, I, I just wasn't expecting her to be moving around the court as well as she did. And, you know, I, I know that you know, people will say a lot of things. And I think even Serena even called it. She she just kind of got a little bit tired at the end. I think that's mm-hmm. really what it was all about. But in truth, Serena, Serena, in my eyes, could have and should have won that match. It was a matter of just being a little bit, you know, just um, 
you know, again, the important points. I don't think that she she was kind of able to to work those the way that she wanted to. But it, it, I'll stop there, Bryce. But what I'll say, like I said, I was impressed with her overall just performance and how she got around the court. I wasn't expecting that. And and I, I can see all that you said. So I'll take the other angle, the things uh-huh. that I saw that if she's going to come back and truly contend for number 24, mm-hmm. that she will need to continue to improve upon. Right. And so while, you know, her ability to get around the court was good for having not played mm-hmm. um, in such a long time, uh, I didn't feel it, her conditioning, it, her conditioning was as good as it needed to be to truly contend for Correct. the title. So I would agree. So just continue to get better there. Like you said, good for for the first step out, but Mm -hmm. we need to continue to improve there. Um, You know, in Serena's heyday, her serve has always been a major factor in her winning her matches. And so first serve percentage for her has to come up. Right. Um, You know, she's got a great second serve, but she doesn't necessarily get free points off of her second serve. Right. Uh, Serena's at a stage in her game right now where she needs to get as many free points <laughs> as she can possibly get. But I will also say what I thought looked promising in her game. We know that a year or so ago she had worked with Zena Garrison on coming forward more and 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 ending points earlier and 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 getting there to the to the net and. I forgot what her percentage was of winning points at the net. Now, granted, you know, she was setting herself up well and coming and hitting swinging volleys and that kind of stuff, but fine. Um, But that was effective. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that she absolutely needs to keep in her game going forward. You know, I completely agree with that, bro. I think that she's going to have to learn, again, how to shorten points. I mean, because when you're at this stage in your career, you've got to be able to play quick points. And that's like you said, get those first serve uh, aces, get some second serve aces, so better placement, set yourself up to come in and put away easy volleys. Um, she's, yeah, she's going to kind of have to, if she again wants to be, wants to put herself in that position to really be able to contend for 24. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I, was, I, I was pleased with how she looked you know, noting those improvements. But of course, naturally, I was disappointed, you know, that we only got the one match. Right, right. Um, and so, um, but yeah, so shout out to you, Serena. And um, I I hope this is motivating for her so that uh, I would love to see her play a strong uh, summer hardcore series mm-hmm. uh, yes. and get herself right uh, to really give herself a good shot at the at the US Open. Right. It's same here, bro. Yeah. And 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 she didn't really rule anything out because I, I saw her press conference and they were trying to ask her what's next. And she was just like, man, you never know where I'll show up. So I'm hoping that that again means what exactly you said. Hopefully she'll she'll pop up in some of the summer hardcore tournaments and and get herself ready for the U.S. Open because we would absolutely love seeing Serena in the draw at the U.S. Open. Absolutely. Now, when we get beyond Serena, this women's draw 
is a hot mess. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way you can describe it. Yes. It is a hot mess. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the names that are left in the draw, and I'm like, is this a 250? <laughs> I mean, just, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, yeah, that bottom I, half, I mean, really. Them names, I mean, not not that they, but it's like you said, they're 250 names. Buskova, Tatiana Maria, and Niemeyer. It's like, who had that in a draw? I just really want to know. Because if you did, you need to be definitely playing the lottery. That's exactly. all I'm going to say. And I tell you what, and the one name you did not mention out of the bottom half is Jabur, oh, yeah. who I think we picked to be in the finals. If... if <laughs> If Jabur doesn't end up in the final, <laughs> I, mean, I know, right? Seriously, no. But she's playing like like the number two. I mean, she really, really is. She she I think took a lot out of uh, last week when she played with with Serena, and she's coming here and she's looking really, really good, man. So I, you know, Jabur is is yeah, she's looking she's looking legit. So can I ask you about a couple of upsets that happened in the bottom half? Um, Absolutely, bro. Just that kind of got us to this 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 hot mess of porridge we've got <laughs> over here. Um, I want to know first of all what happened to Hadad Maria Maia. Maya. Yeah, Hadad Maya. Maya. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm looking at Maria's name, and right. we're not talking about Maria right now. Hadad Maya. <laughs> because she was the hot thing coming in correct and i i i'm trying to remember what ended up happening with her um because i don't think she got hurt no i think she just got beat um she got beat by that but and remember i if we talk about the pre-show that was one of those Mm -hmm. matches where i was like that could be tricky because kaya yuvon has had some good results this year so she would she I think just came out and was like, sorry, Hadad Maya, ain't nobody scared of you. I appreciate you on a little win streak, but this Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and she gave her that whole biscuit and sent her on her way. Um, so I, yeah, it, that was a very surprising. I like I said, I knew it would be a tough match, but based on how Hadad Maya had been playing, I really thought that she was gonna come out of that match. But yeah, Kaya Yvonne was like, no, nah, sis. Not 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 today. <laughs> not at all. And then I also have a question for you. How should we be looking at soccer these days? Well, you know what's interesting, Bryce, and you know, because she came out and you know, she's like, Oh, I know that, you know, I'm not, you know, all that strong in the later rounds and but I'm working on that and blah blah blah. So I I, I at least am happy that she is aware of it i mean she couldn't help but be aware of it yeah (laughs) how can you not be but i really thought you know from a confidence standpoint the fact that she said it and put it out there and was like okay you know i i have this issue that it would be a little bit different and unfortunately you know it, it 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 just wasn't i mean she, you know, Tatiana Maria, I mean, she's actually stunning a lot of people, though, because who knew that her grass, her game was that strong on grass? And mind you, Bryce, she is like a mother of two. She just had a second baby. I mean, right. come on, y'all. She got two kids and she out on tour <laughs> beating up on top 10 players like, what, am I scared of you? I got babies at home. 
I need to feed them. This is a great exhibition. Are you kidding me? So, <laughs> so Tatiana Maria is what doing her thing. She is mama. She 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 is doing the mother thing, y'all. Oh my goodness, she is. So she will next play um, Nehemiah, who right. I halfway don't even know who that is. Yeah. And, <laughs> she's a kind of another new one yeah man it's it's crazy how again on the women's side you just always are seeing new people just sort of pop up right and so one of them is going to be a Wimbledon semifinalist at least yeah 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 and it's a toss up I have no idea who, which of those two would be who will win that match and then of course I you know we have Jabur against Buskova but you would assume Jabur would win that and then would win against the winner of Maria and Nehemiah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would expect that. Again, Jabur has been a lot better than most as far as dealing with nerves and, and what have you. So I think she's going to embrace this pressure. I think she saw what, you know, um, what um, what our girl Sviatek had been doing. And I think mentally she's, I, I don't see her collapsing. I think that this is a great surface for her. Again, that creativity is flowing. She played with Serena. I, I I really would be absolutely shocked if she were to lose this quarterfinal and or semifinal. Right. Yeah. Well, if we take it up to the top half of the draw where they are around behind, um, <laughs> you know, at the top, mm-hmm. uh, we had Triatek in the tournament until uh, Elise Coronet. Mm-hmm. Giant I, killer. She she's this very much like a Kanepi. This is what I do. She was like, don't do not come come at me slipping because I didn't got Serena a few times. I didn't got some number one players a few times. Do not step upon me slipping. And unfortunately, Sviatek was just not on her game on that day. And Cornet was like, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and, you know, and I th- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was like, and take this whole biscuit with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think grass is always going to be the surface that um, Iga is a little more vulnerable on. Yes, I agree. Um, it just doesn't match up well with her strengths and her game and her shots as well. Just because she's so good, she'll always get wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when she, she when she comes up against the tougher opponents on grass that really know how to play on grass and can be really tricky like that, She's gonna struggle, I feel. I absolutely agree with that statement, bro. Yeah, it's 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 not her her surface. I think she'll continue to get better. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think there are other ladies that can definitely take it to her on that surface. Yeah. Well, Cornet moves through and she's gonna be playing Karma Girl. <laughs> because yeah. I mean, I don't know how how much you guys have been keeping up or not, but we didn't, you know, we haven't talked about the men's draw yet, but Berrettini, who won two grass court, le- you know, tournaments leading into Wimbledon and was a finalist last year and was somebody most of the pe- most people had going far in the draw, he couldn't even play because he caught COVID and his ex, Tom Lanovich, who I guess got away from being charged for whatever she did to his hand. Um, she <laughs> she's in the fourth round and is going to be right. playing Cornet. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I give her a strong, strong chance to make it to the quarters because I think uh, Tamjanovic has that kind of aggressive game that actually is good for this surface. And um, yeah, man, she's she's playing some good ball. She took out uh, defending or not defending, but the former French Open champion in Krajcikova. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just she's 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 doing good, man. I, I really am happy for her because of all this drama that's been around her. I hope that she is able to continue to to get some some good victories and, and get her way through the draw. Not to say that I don't like, like Alizé Cornet because I do. She's she's always fun. Um, but yeah, yeah that, I, but that yeah, that one will be a good one regardless. So you have them, and then mm-hmm. just continuing through these names. So in the next bracket, I guess up top you have now Rebecca that's going to be playing. Oh, there's that girl. There go that Marnage. girl. <laughs> and, you know, she took out Pagula. Right, right. And I think we both were even saying that, though, Bryce, that, again, Pakula, not sure that grass is really her surface, even though it really kind of should be, because she hits so flat and so hard, you would think that she would be able to to really have some serious penetrating strokes. But I think it's probably movement, which is what Iga even mentioned in her conference, is that it's just the movement is something you have to really adjust to and get used to, because grass is like no no other. And so that could have been the reason why Pagula didn't advance as far that it's, as I would have thought she would have is probably more the movement. Right. I, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you go down to the next bracket and probably the one matchup up top that we probably kind of predicted, even though I, I had Kavitova here. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> You've got Bedosa against Halep, and Halep is the only major champion left in the draw. And oh, by the way, who is now coached by Patrick Muradoglu? Mm-hmm. Ooh, spicy, y'all. Spicy. <laughs> 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 That's all I'm gonna say, y'all. It's spicy because let 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 Halep slip through here and get this grass slam. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy is all I'm going to say, because Patrick's going to be like, you know what? Who made the right choices? Me. He's going to be like Shaggy talking about, wasn't me. Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Show you enough, know, man. Uh, that will be a very interesting thing if he, you know, because remember, Patrick, after the French, wrote that apology right. to Hallow's fans saying he put it on him that she lost early at at the French Open at Roland Garros. Sorry, y'all. right, right. Um, but if if he gets her to win another um, Wimbledon, even with a depleted field, mm-hmm. he will he more than make up for that. Yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. So, and actually, I don't know about you, Isaac, but Halep is now at this point for me the person that I picked to win the tournament. Yeah, that's same same with me, bro. I don't know that I can really put my coins under anybody else. Um, because even if, like I said, I know we picked Jabir to make it to the final. And, and I think both of us did, even in the initial. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to change that. I think she is definitely the strongest on the bottom. But if you have a Halep-Jabir-Wimbledon final, I, yep. I, I would definitely say Halep wins that match. Even with how well Jabir is playing, Halep, to me, has enough countering uh skills to be able to 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 deal with that so yeah right now i i, I don't know i like there are definitely stronger names on the top half 
because you've got Rabakina, you've of course got Badosa, you know, um, you got Harmony Tan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, but no, I would I would definitely put coins against Adam Smoke. But but with that being said, though, kudos to Harmony Tan for still being in the draw. And and we still, of course, have to talk about the upset that occurred uh, for both of us with Miss uh, Anna Samoba. Right. And, and, and I want to just, I don't know, underline what you just said. So many times with players, when they have a major upset, they have a bit of a letdown. Right. That next match. And I tell you what, there can't be a bigger victory on the women's side than taking out Serena Williams at Wimbledon, right? Right, right. And, and for her, like you said, to still be in the tournament. Now, Anna Samova is, is going to pick her apart. But, <laughs> you know, still, nonetheless, you know, still being in the tournament in the fourth round is a huge accomplishment. Because I will throw one more thing out at you. Mm-hmm. Although I'm saying that Halep, I see her coming through this half of the draw, and I would love and not love, but I, I would see her winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Look, the semifinals I need to see on this side of the draw is Tomlanovich against Anderson Mova. <laughs> That's what I need to see. That's the semifinal I need. That's the semifinal I need. <laughs> that definitely is the one where you would bring some popcorn with a little bit of the Cajun spice that you sprinkle on Ooh. top of it. Yes, Ooh. yes, yeah, I am, yeah. Look, I am clearing my calendar. If that happens, I am clearing my calendar. <laughs> I, I'm literally popping a bag of popcorn. Sir, yes, yes. Because <laughs> you now, have to. Because you know, can y'all imagine just, ooh, the stairs and just the, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Wimbledon Center Court would be ready for that match. I just, I just don't. I really don't. I need oh, the commentators. <laughs> I, I, I need the commentators on that. I need it to be. I need them to go find Mary Carrillo. Yes. I yep. need Don McEnroe. <laughs> <laughs> I need the messy ones. I need exactly. Real messy ones for that match. I'm not gonna even lie to you. Yes, we would just throw throw the sauce and the spit. <laughs> they would throw it all out there. Yes. <laughs> That's who you need, because you know they will talk about it. Be like, y'all know what happened with them, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Where is Mary Carrillo? You know, that is an interesting question, because, yeah, she hasn't been on in the commentator's booth, which is shocking, because, you know, she's been with ESPN, so not sure what, what, what happened. Maybe she'll show up in the second week. I don't know. But they did have Chris Everett back out there after her, you know, whole cancer scare, so she's back out there. So you would think that Mary Carrillo would, would have also been in the lineup. Right, yeah. So that just crossed my mind. It's funny that I felt like I had missed her, but... Um... Mm-hmm. I thought about it uh, when it came to being messy. Uh, so, <laughs> the, <laughs> so if we're saying so, w- w- this whole prediction thing for the women's draw, I think we right. can. We can. We've already said Jabur in the yes. final on the bottom. Correct. We're saying we're saying Halep in the finals up top, but in the semifinals, who do you say Halep is going to face? 
You know what I'm going to say? And I'm, uh, yeah, you know, y'all going to probably be like, mm-hmm, of course, Isaac. But I still got a, a little bit of, of, of love for, for Rabakina. I really mm-hmm. do. I still feel like she is that player that I saw before the pandemic that was really, really climbing her way up the, up the women's side of the, of the rankings and the draw. So, you know, I, I just feel like she's got great tennis in her. And I, mm. I, I think she will be of those four. I think she's going to make it to the semi. Who do you got, though, bro? You know, I can't argue with you with that. I, I think the only thing that I can say is the person that I say it will not be mm. is Martich. Yeah, there go that girl. <laughs> yeah, I can see Fournay getting on one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can see Tomlanovich getting on one and yep. doing it. I, I do agree that Rabakina is the favorite, but I don't see Martich coming through Rabakina and the winner of Cornet and Tomlanovich. Mm-hmm. And watch Martich end up being in the championships. <laughs> because you know why? Because this women's draw is trash. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that's happening in this draw for 2022. There you go. <laughs> we're going we to end up with a Wimbledon final of Harmony Tan and Nehemiah. <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, bro. It is not out of the realm of possibility. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So. Oh. Let's move over to where it's a little more exciting, but we still have some some upsets and interesting matches here on the men's side. Oh yeah, draw. So, um, starting up top with our number one seed, and the the reason why we kind of waited to uh, record this episode because we were waiting for him to finish off, um, uh, uh Ritthoven. Yes. Um, yes. Novak. How is he looking to you? Well, I tell you what, he's he's looking pretty good. Um, I mean, as we would expect. I mean, he really hasn't been, in my opinion, um, challenged that much. I mean, you would have thought that his countryman, uh, Kechmanovich, would have been a little bit of a challenge. But he ended that really quickly by giving him a bagel in that first set. It was like, <laughs> let us not be confused, son. Um, right. I'm, I'm not trying to play with you. I mean, he's been, you know, he's been having them out pretty good. I mean, it was only his first round where he ended up losing that one set to Quan, but uh, he he dealt with Kokonakis. I I was actually pretty surprised and impressed that he that he handled up on Kokonakis in that manner. I mean, straight sets gave him a you know breadstick and a whole biscuit. I was like, yeah, he's 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 playing good tennis, Bryce. He's playing good tennis. Didn't Kokonakis say he had like a, a a pulled ab muscle or something like that? Something like that, yeah. He's that guy. I tell you, he's he's always unfortunately dealing with some form of an injury, which is it's disappointing because he's really, I think, a good guy and a really good player. He just never seems to be a hundred percent, though. Well, he should have hollered at Novak on the side because <laughs> Novak clearly believes that you don't need ab muscle. You don't need him. You don't need them. I won Australian <laughs> Open without ab muscles. What's wrong with you? Right. So, um, <laughs> but no, I think you're right on with Novak. I think he's looking good. I mean, he's now in the quarterfinals, and I thought he was going to meet Alcaraz, but surprise, surprise. Right? I mean, Center uh, took out Alcaraz today. Were you surprised uh, by that I, result? 
Bro, I was really surprised because I actually thought, like you, that Alcarez would be able to really, you know, kind of sh- show his athleticism on the grass. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they say at, you know, grass awards, you know, the, the more athletic. And when you look at a center versus an Alcaraz, you can definitely tell that the Alcaraz is more athletic. But for whatever reason, center's been bringing different people into his box. I think that he had Darren Cahill up in there, of course. I think it's his new newest addition. And you're you're seeing the results of that. I mean, he he really really played a great match against Alcaraz and just brought his game to him and said, "Hey, you you got something to do with today, son." And 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 took him out. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was definitely surprised there. Um, so you're gonna have up top Novak and center um, mm-hmm. in the quarterfinals, and then down below, who woke up? Go found. I mean. <laughs> Right? On retirement watch. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's like, you know, I got I got a little bit of an opportunity here. I don't have too, you know, too crazy of a draw in front of me. So hell, why not? And and he has been taking advantage. I mean, really, really has. Honestly, bro, this was the one that was in my in my eyes the most disappointing because to me, Francis should have most definitely taken this match. Um, and, yep. and it, it was a tough match, y'all. I mean, really tough five setter. Every set was contested. Um, but I just feel like at the end, unfortunately, you know, it was just that little bit of a mental edge and experience that Gofan had that got him over the finish line. Cause you, you, you really couldn't take anything from either one, but I was really hoping that Francis would make it through that one. Me too. Uh, I had predicted that Francis would make it through to the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He would have been there, you he know. Been there. That. So right. definitely disappointed. But shoot, shout out uh, for the old folks with uh, GoFan uh, <laughs> representing, representing, <laughs> and he's going to be playing now. Who we thought was just coming through that bottom, a part of the top half was going to be Herkic. Yep, we did but, until he destroyed my draw or your 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 boy. Davidovich Fokina. And and can we just take a quick second to talk about that match? Um, yes. How are you going to have <laughs> match points? I think it was, what, 40 love, three match points, and you hit a ball, you hit a tweener when you don't even need to. Um, <laughs> and then you lose three points, you let her catch, basically even it up, and what you could have done in three sets, you now have to go to five sets and almost lost it in the fifth set. Y'all crazy match. Crazy. He's still growing. Yes. Um, (laughs) I like how you put that. He's still growing. (laughs) But this is what we said in the preview show. He won junior Wimbledon. Yes. So he knows how to play on grass and we figured this could be a tricky a uh, match for him. Now, it wasn't tricky for Tommy Paul uh, <laughs> with him, but, I mean, it it was a tricky match for her catch. And, but who it looks like this has really benefited is um, the hometown boy, yes. uh, Nori. Yes. And, you know, I love Nori. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he, just, he looks like his – I don't know if you're seeing the same thing I am, but it feels like his game is getting more offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's bigger. And I think because he's on the grass, he, it's definitely more offensive. He's hitting some real strong shots, man. He's looking good, bro. Cam Nori looks real good. 
So we have up top in the quarterfinals, uh, Djokovic against center and Gofan versus Nori. Not who we predicted, um, but, you know, not as bad as the women's draw. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's talk about the bottom half and and kind of like the, the ladies draw. This is the, the side that is around behind. So they're in the fourth round. Um, you know. We, we, of course, we thought Berrettini was coming through up top, but like we stated earlier, COVID took him out first, slash karma. And <laughs> um, surprisingly, and Isaac, you and I just had this conversation the other day. Garin wasn't giving him much of a, of a chance because we were thinking he's clay court guy. Right. He has surprised us all. Yeah, he took out Brooksby, who I believe you and I had called. Um, to yep. make it to make it through. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's playing some good ball. He will have his hands full, though, with Alex Dimonar because he's on one, in my opinion. Yes. Garin is saying, you know what's under the grass? <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> Dirt. Yeah. I have found it and I'm hidden through it. But you are absolutely right. The uh, the demon. I, I, I don't know how you don't pick the demon in that match. Right. Right. He's he's looking real good. Yeah. Um, continuing on, shout out USA, Brandon Nakashima. Right? Come on now. Young guy. I think he's right. what, either 20 or 20, 21, I think. Yeah. So good for Brandon making it to the fourth round of Wimbledon. He's he's unfortunately got a tough test ahead of him, though. He really does. And before we get there, because who was in Nakashima's kind of path? Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about soccer on the women's side. Yeah. What's going on with Shapovalov? Yeah, bro, we've talked about it, man. It, it, there's just a lot going on upstairs that I think Dennis needs to work out because the talent's there. You know he's got crazy, crazy talent. He can hit the ball. He's lefty. He's got all these advantages. But I think it's just what's going on up top in the, in the skull that needs to be addressed because he's just not bringing forth the right tactics at the right time. He's constantly just... All the, you know, blah, 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 blah to his box. And it just, he's, 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 he's got to work through that. Well, don't let him and Sakari play mixed doubles together. Ooh. That'd be a hot mess. <laughs> hot <laughs> mess, bro. Hot <laughs> mess. But going back to what you were referring to, Nakashima, um, you know, even though he's playing really well, he's going to be playing somebody else who's been playing really well lately. And that's uh, Mr. Curios. Yes, yes. Yeah, Nick is Nick is he's showing some great form. I mean, he he really is. I mean, he is, you know, and we had talked about the popcorn match that everybody was of course looking forward to, and that was Kyrgios and Sisipas. It did happen. Yeah. It yeah. was drama. It was a circus as we all <laughs> pretty much uh-huh. knew it would be. Um there's not enough time in this show for us to even <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> there is just not enough time. That is for an IG live in itself. That match, um, right? But with that all being said, Bryce, I mean, what we kind of expected to happen did happen, and that is, Curios did get through that match and got the victory. So you know, they're starting to talk about there could be a potential quarterfinal there in that section between countrymen, Curios uh, yeah. and and Demonyar, right, and. Um, 
Wow, that would be another popcorn match for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That would be a good match. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, to me, Nick is just on one right now. He's really playing what I consider to be great grass court tennis. I mean, he mm-hmm. he really is. I mean, he's hitting the ball hard and flat. The serves are incredible. Yeah, Nick Nick is Nick is on one right now. That's all I'm gonna say. He on one. So let's take it to the last quarter of the men's draw. And mm-hmm. we're going to start off with, and this was the one upset that I feel like I called uh, yeah. in the beginning. When I saw FAA and Cressy yes. meeting around, and Cressy's been playing great uh, lately, I, I felt like that was going to be a problem for FAA. Mm-hmm. And it was. But what I was not expecting and was pleasantly surprised with was that Jack Sock coming through and Jack Sock actually taking out Cressy after that uh, before losing to once again another Australian Kugler (laughs) right yeah now that to me was the one that was unexpected because I hadn't heard of Kugler before so I didn't know about him or his game but yeah he played he played Jack pretty tough and to go five sets Pretty yep. impressive. Pretty, pretty good, you know? They describe Kubler as a right-handed Nadal. Oh, wow. Okay. Which so, would be interesting that he's doing so well on grass then. <laughs> well, Nadal got two Wimbledon titles. Oh, yeah. Well, but that's because he's Nadal. <laughs> 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 you know, so I just... Typically, people with you know that type of spin and everything like that, it 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 I don't know, it doesn't lend itself the best to grass. But then again, Jack has has had you know good results on grass as well. So I guess it's it's just a fable. <laughs> well, but I think the other part that's important in that though is that Kubler's Australian, so he's probably grown up playing on grass. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so probably the surface he he might even be most comfortable on. Right. Um, but anyway, surprise, surprise, he's the one who's in the fourth round, um, and he'll have to face another American, Taylor mm-hmm. Fritz. Mm-hmm. Taylor round. Fritz, he's he's playing some good ball, man. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the other two Americans and Fritz, I mean, in uh, Big Foe and Tommy Paul didn't make it through, but yeah, Taylor's Taylor's playing some good good tennis. So, you know, I would be surprised if he didn't make it through that match. Right. And I think we predicted him to go through that far. I believe so. Well, I mean, I didn't yeah. because, of course, I had I had FAA going through. Yeah. Um, okay. And then in the very last uh, <clears throat> bracket down there, we have the guy going for the Grand Slam in 2022, uh, Mr. Rafael Nadal. Um, and, you know, he's going to be playing van der Zandstrup. Um, who I had actually picked Chilich to take out Vander Zanschlope. Uh, but since Chilich was knocked out early by Mackie McDonald, which was a great win for him. Yes, it uh, was. Uh, you know, Nadal, I, you know, I, you know, look, we, we're expecting Nadal to come through here anyway. So, you know, we we will have uh, Nadal, Van der Zanschlope, um, a fourth round. And, and how do you see that one going? 
Um, you know, I think I see, you know, Rafa doing what Rafa has been doing, which is win. Um, and, and just, you know, just, just making it plain. Yeah. He, um, he's, he's looking good. I think he's adapted his game to the grass. I think the more matches he plays on it, the better he gets and feels. I mean, Sonigo, he just worked him over, um, this last round. So, I'm thinking that he's definitely going to do a bit of the same with Van de Zandschulp. I think he'll have a good showing, but, but yeah, I, I, I see, I, yeah, I think Nadal is, he's, he's, he's definitely looking at, you know, that whole Grand Slam run, calendar Grand Slam, and uh, he's got that in his sights. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So, Isaac, let's, let's do some, some predicting here. What, you know, who are we thinking is coming through to the semifinals for the men? Okay, yeah, so... Uh, for me, you know, I do think that the battle of the countrymen will happen in the quarterfinal, but I definitely think that Nick Kyrgios will get past Demonar. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm putting him in that in that semifinal there. And and for me, it's all about Nadal. I think Nadal will will make will end up playing Fritz, um, and I think Nadal will get revenge for that. Uh, what was it, Indian Wells, uh, well. where he lost him? Yeah. So I, I'm predicting a Nick Kyrgios, Rafa Nadal semifinal. How about you, bro? Okay. I, I don't disagree. And I um, will say, because I'm still on the Nadal Grand Slam run, mm-hmm. that Nadal to make it to the finals. Nice, nice. I, and, and honestly, I am I – am, it's such a tough call on that one, but at the same time, I think Nadal has played Kyrgios enough to mm-hmm. know, and all of the antics and things that Kyrgios does, I think will not affect Rafa in any way, shape, form, or fashion, because he's just, I feel like he's going to be ready. If they do have to meet up in the semi, which again, I do believe that they will, I think Nadal will be ready. So I 100% agree with you, bro. I, I, I believe that Nadal makes makes that final. Well, up top, I'm going to say that Novak gets past center and Nori gets past Gofan. And I think we have a Novak-Nadal final. Yeah, I can't. I cannot disagree with that. I think that was your original pick, if I'm not mistaken, because that's where I took a turn on you because I had Berrettini, Novak, and I had Hercotch and Nadal. And I ended up picking Berrettini and her catch to go into the final. So that was really dumb on my part. So we get to correct that. And I absolutely agree with what you're saying. I think it's going to be an old school final. And boy, oh boy, that is going to be a popcorn match for the ages. Yes, it will be. And I wish I could take full credit for that. But I had actually picked her catch to take out uh, Novak in the semis. Oh, did did you? Okay. Oh my yeah, bad. so I had Nadal taking out her catch in the finals. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, gotcha. Uh, but, but thank you. I wish I could have taken credit. <laughs> but I know I have somebody, wait a minute, I have somebody who had listened to the previous show be like, uh-uh, now ain't what he said. <laughs> that ain't what he said. Uh-uh. Right? <laughs> Don't y'all be sending us no letters. Mm-mm. No. Right. <laughs> so, hey, Isaac, did you get a chance to see the um, their Wimbledon, the Parade of Champions? I did. 
I did. And I, it was awesome. I, I have to say, I got a little chills when they were calling out certain yeah. individuals. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I hated that, you know, of course, there were some people, you know, that you were missing. You know, of course, Serena had already bolted. Right. Uh, so she was gone. It would have been nice to have seen her in there as well. Yeah. And of course, uh, I hated uh, that Martina Navratilova had caught COVID because. Um, well, you know what? It probably was a good thing. Because, yeah. Oh, no, it's not good that she caught COVID. But what I mean is, by her having won nine, that would have meant she would have come after Roger. After Roger, right. Which would not have been... <laughs> right. Roger that had everybody been. up. <laughs> yeah, Roger needed to have been last. And, yeah. and so, um, it, you know, that probably worked out in that manner but it right. was good to see all of those um you know players there and because patrick rafter wasn't there either right no i didn't see rafter no he was he was not there and we know we didn't see pete and andre right right yeah that was kind of kind of interesting that because yeah i would have thought that pete would have made his way over there but i don't know pete's probably feeling salty now that nadal has as many french open grand slams as he does <laughs> As a total, exactly. Just want to put that out there in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we do want to keep certain facts out there. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, Lindsay. Yeah, that was that was actually surprising. Yeah, that Lindsay didn't didn't make it out there, but Bartoli did. But yeah, we're <laughs> going we're going to leave that right there too. <laughs> Oh, um, we're we, we gonna stop picking that apart. But anyway, <laughs> you didn't get a chance to, to see that parade of champions. Look it up on YouTube. It's just really nice to watch, and yeah. um, you know, it. You know, Roger kind of made a surprise appearance there at the end. People started finding out he was in town there in the last day or so. But um, yeah, it was just really good to see. And I agree with you, Isaac. I kind of got the whole goosebumps thing when. Roger came out and oh, yeah. all that stuff. Still, there's just nobody in the sport that generates the electricity and the buzz um, that that guy does. Mm -hmm. He is beloved. I mean, he is. Yeah, he's Roger Federer, man. He is the king. Don't just don't even get it twisted, y'all. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's not on that billionaire list for no reason. No, no, not at all. <laughs> And um, I guess the other thing that I wanted to remind our listeners or to let them know of is if you follow us on social media, we're doing something very interesting for Wimbledon this year. Um, obviously, Isaac and I did not make it to Wimbledon this year. It wasn't in the cards for us. But we do have a couple members of the BOT family that's over there. Yes. So for the first week, they have been sending us some content, some videos and some pictures uh, exclusive content from right there on the ground. So um, over the next several days, we will be posting that content. Uh, I think I posted the first um, kind of video walking up to center court today. Uh, so check that out. And, and it's just so exciting to know that even if we are not there, that sometimes some of our people are. Uh, That's right. So we will be sharing that content with you and, and please check it out and enjoy it. That's right. Gotta love it. Seeing seeing tournaments through the eyes of others. It's always fun. Right, right. So Isaac, that's about all I think I had for for this mid Fortnite review. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? 
No, no, man. Just, uh, you know, it's been a wild Wimbledon thus far. Got through the first week and uh, just, you know, put your seatbelts on, folks. It'll be a wild second week as well. It sure will be. So, well, keep watching and we'll be back here uh, next Monday uh, mm -hmm. to record the wrap up show as well as we'll jump on IG live so y'all can get your whole CC pass. Um, Curios. <laughs> yes. <out>. Yes. <laughs> so, well, look, everyone have a great holiday weekend. Enjoy the fourth. And on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, be good. <laughs> <laughs>